Welcome and thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. As a chief inspirational officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, their talent, and their self-worth, and that is also known as their self-esteem. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters, and when it all aligns, everything works. In today's episode, we have Amanda Lund with us. Welcome, Amanda. Hey, Marla. How are you doing? It's, I'm awesome, awesome. Okay, so this episode today is really going to be fun for me, and um, we basically are going to bust out and talk about, just blow, blow the doors off the backside of this brand, okay? So Amanda Lund is my personal go-to guru and all things awesome. Um, for Marlo Higgins. And um, so let me just share with you a little bit about Amanda, and then we're just going to kind of jump in and um, share a little bit more of what I'm talking about. Amanda um, has wanted to tell stories since before she knew she could write them. She is a brand storyteller, and she specializes in creating digital content that connects small businesses to their ideal clients. She is a graduate of the University of Iowa. She's an Iowa native, and she's worked both local and nationwide brands. She brings clarity and communication through that foundational why. And so you can learn more about Amanda and her services and business resources at www.ajlund.com. Okay, so what do you think, Miss Amanda? Where do you think we should go right now? <laughs> I mean, there's so much that goes on, um, not only behind the scenes of your brand, um, but just any brand in general. So, um, you know, I think it all starts with being really clear about what you want to do and who you want to serve. Um, and my biggest thing that I think not a lot of people know when they are building brands is that you have to go back to that core moment of why, and then everything else just kind of stems from there. Absolutely. Okay. So, and you're absolutely right. And this is the thing. I mean, you and I, um, you are on my team, which is just a universal um, opportunity for people to listen to you and I connect. Obviously, we've got synergy. You know, you and I have been through the good, the bad, the ugly, the highs, the lows, the failures, and the wins, Right. Absolutely. And, and so I want people to tap into your knowledge and, you know, how you get me to the place that you've taken me. And, um, you know, so today I think more than anything I want people to hear, you know, how you approach it when you're working with somebody like myself and working with a brand. How do you get to the why? So you allude to the why. How, do you, how have you gotten us to the why of our brand? Well, um, let's, let's go back to, like, when we first met, for example. So um, when we first met, we were in a networking group together, and we met one-on-one -on -one over, a, over a bowl of tortilla chips, I think. Right. Yes, <laughs> and, yes. Um, you know, at that point, I wasn't even really too sure on where I was going myself. And so the thing that I love and the, thing, the reason that I know that I'm really truly doing what I'm meant to do is that our relationship in particular really grew out of something completely organic. And um, so when we first met, it started with a conversation, right? And 
I knew that when we spoke that you were speaking with conviction and that you absolutely knew that you were there to help me, even though I didn't realize that you were there to help me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, through that process, uh, I just kind of realized that the best way to get to know someone is through conversation, um, but through asking the right questions. So when I start my process with new clients now, we start with very basic um, questions and just conversation. Uh, And it's one of those things that there has to be a level of trust, uh, even – Um, especially when you start working with someone that you don't know, because those answers, the the why to your business isn't necessarily something that's, oh, I like to help people, or, oh, I'm really good at X, and so therefore I need to serve the world. Like, it's not not always that simple. Sometimes it is. It's not uh, something that can just be uncovered in a single conversation. Um, So John Zagata. He is a best-selling author. Um, he's the head of the nonfiction program at the University of Iowa. And when I was uh, learning from him, one of the things that resonated with me the most is that when he was interviewing people for his books, he started out by taking them to lunch. And he never uh, took any notes. And he took them to lunch. He got to know them. He got to know their story. And the thing about the story is that it would change over time, not because someone was making it up, but because uh, someone, they're discovering new things as they go. And so my ideal outcome of getting to know someone's business is that they understand new things that they didn't know before they met me. And I think that that's, I, I might be assuming here, but I think that that's something that's been accomplished between you and I, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, we've worked together for years. I mean, you have been my right-hand man from from the get-go. And so, of course, and I just want to share with people, you know, the element that you bring, you know, I'm in the people business, not in the paper business, and it's vice versa for you. I mean, you're paper and print. And that's your, your, your zone of success where I like to be, you know, that connectivity with the people element, right? And so what mm-hmm. you do, the blend, is you have the ability to connect at such a deep, rich level to the people element through your writing. And that's why it works. And, yes, it's taken a lot of synergy and a lot of trust. And your ability to pull out of me, you know, as as a brand, um, the things that I didn't know needed to either be brought out or bring them out in a way that I didn't know, you know, were effective. Right. Well, and the, that's the thing, too, is that the digital space, there is already a wall between you and your ideal client. And so I know one of the things that we really struggled with was we were putting all this information out there, and it seemed like no one was listening, a connection with other people. But at the same time, we have so many barriers in our way. There's the general noise of the digital space. Everybody is saying, buy here, buy now, do this for me. And at the same time, everyone's saying, I've got the secret. I've got the answer. Come, come this way. And, but then also there's the, the barrier space and, and miles. So we're not just talking about local businesses anymore. We're reaching out nationwide and internationally, and there's, there's space in between us and these people. And so we have to overcome all of these things in order to create things that are valuable 
things that help people and things that build the overall um, presence in the online space. Absolutely, yeah. And we know that people hire, you know, me as the chief inspirational officer, you know, for the for the certainty of it. And so there's a level of trust. And I think what you're saying is there's a level of trust and there's a level of understanding that you know. Um, that that I've got their back and that they can trust and that they can follow me. And so you're, what you're describing is the connectivity of making that happen through all of the platforms. I mean, you and I, you started out as my blogging guru, right? And I would provide content and you would spin it and clean it up and make it just awesome and you still do that today. But we've enhanced it. We've gone on to podcasts like we're doing right now, episodes that are reaching people all throughout the United States and inter on an international level. I mean, we came up with our video training series this year, and you know, you've been a key component to to launching that. And so, you know, together, it's not like you said, it's not a one size fits all shoe. There's a lot of shiny pennies, and you and I have really had to decide and define which ones work best. Because I don't think there's just one solid way, is what you're saying. Absolutely. And you know, the thing is too is that that it's so hard to make sure that your voice is consistent, especially when you're growing. So you made, you made a huge goal this year, Marlo. You, um, you were focused on growth, and, I mean, we are in June, and I feel like we have built, like, from where we were last June, it just seems like there are so many more things going on than there were Absolutely. Uh, just 365 days ago. And, right. Um, one of the things that is so tricky when you grow is that you have to remain consistent with your voice and your message. And so um, I know that you've added people to the team. I've um, become more involved in, in what you're putting out there in terms of content. And I think that if, if other people out there are going to make this decision to um, reach out further into the online space and offer more things like podcasts and, and blogging and, and that kind of thing. It's so important to main, remain consistent with that why and um, also to educate the people that you're bringing on and make sure that they're, anything that they do is remaining consistent with that voice and tone. Right, right. So, I mean, and, and this has been the layers. I mean, you and I have been peeling back the layers, and you know more than anything, and I think anybody that knows this brand knows that it's very pure with intention. And that's the thing that really oozes and radiates consistently, that we're, what we do is very pure, you know, um, and it has really big intention. We put a lot of focus and energy to making sure everything has value and clear purpose. Um, but now taking that you know, and and bringing it out, there have been a lot of pivots along the way. What have you, from <laughs> yeah. being on, like, being aligned with this brand, and what have you learned from the pivots that we've made year over year or even month over month? Take me to a pivot example and how we continue to never give up and just keep going through it so people can hear that. Yeah, okay, so... Um... Well, are you are you okay discussing the the group coaching? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's let's go to group coaching. I love the idea of group coaching, and I know you do too. We talked about it for a long time, and it's something that we know is going to be helpful and it's going to be useful, and it's going to be able to reach out to a lot of people that may not be able to connect with you one on one, and 
the thing about that is we were we were all for it, gung ho, and then we didn't get the response that we were looking for. And being able to kind of shift out of that and not necessarily look at it as a failure, but as a timing issue, I think is so important. And it's it's one of those things, and it's not even like it wasn't a mistake. Um, we're just going to not approach again. We're actually looking at relaunching the group coaching with even more clarity later on this year. And it's one of those things that it, when you pivot in business, especially when you have a team behind you, um, I think that there's a lot more that it's not necessarily something that went wrong, but it's something that you can learn from, which is I know is one of your foundational um, things that you teach others. Right. Yeah, there's no failure, you know, and that's right. the thing I think, um, you know, I have just kind of set the expectation, you know, we don't go for perfection, you know, on a scale from 1 to 10. 10 would be perfect, but let's go for 9.5. You know, we we um, are always guided towards excellence, but we're never after perfection, and I think that's what you're trying to say. I mean, the fact that we know that we can try and fail and just learn regardless out of both of those. I mean, and, and unfortunately, unfortunately, you've had to endure um, that, you know, that path with me. But, you know what, we're still here today. I mean, we're hosting this, this podcast episode. Our book comes out. You're being profiled in it as one of the Mavericks, you know, and you kind of actually through that, you know, through the sharing of your story, it's a lot of what we're talking about right now. You know, you've just taken a real – full-bodied approach to everything that we talk about with this brand. And it's, you know, every ounce of being a maverick is strengths, confidence, recognition, actions, and performance. And it's just layers and layers deep. And I think more than anything, people are hearing, you know, you're so willing to try, and I'm so willing to never give up. And I think that combined just keeps this going because we know, and like you said, I mean, you are at the tipping point with working with three catalyst brands right now as their mm -hmm. storyteller. And so you're not only witnessing it with me. I mean, you're watching other people reach the peak of their performance and their success as well. So, like, that right there is a huge value piece, and that's where I want you to take people for just a minute. You know, you're a very accomplished writer um, you know how to to run tandem with somebody. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you witness as you've watched these three Catalyst brands get to the peak. Well, so here's the thing: is that I, when I started out on my little adventure, I wanted to be a best-selling author. That was my primary intention, and it was a very being an author is a very isolating experience. Um, there's a lot of rejection involved, but really it's, it's just you and your computer. And so when I made the decision to reach out and start working with brands and um, telling their stories, it was a very um, eye-opening experience in that I realized that I completely lead all of my business decisions with my heart. And that's not necessarily um, a bad thing. I think that it's really good in that I, I am invested. I am present and I am there with each and every one of the people that I work with. And so it's so 
strange to look at my where where I've come from to from just being invested in my own success to now being at a place where I am in it in three of these brands that are just doing really great, fantastic things in their industries. And they're all completely different, which is also something that I find really interesting as well. And I see each of these people um, have all started their brands with an intention to change something in their field. They wanted to help people, but they wanted to help people by making things easier. And so all three of them, um, so there's you that you're on, like, the precipice of launching, just getting to that next level in terms of of products and and different programs and, and things like that. But then I also have these other two brands. One is launching nationwide, and the other one, um, he, I actually came on board pretty late to the game, and he um, is running a, a tech company and is doing just fantastic things that I didn't even know were possible in business. And he's so driven and determined and team-centered, and it's one of those things that I see so many similarities between all these people who um, would never normally like run into each other on the street, but there's these common characteristics I see in entrepreneurs that I really identify with and I resonate with, and I realize that those are the people that I need to uh, tell their stories. And I align with well because I can see it from um, more of a distant um, perspective. I'm not I'm in it with them, but I'm also able to step back and see this larger picture that they're right there, like right before the the next phase. And it's just really interesting to watch them grow in such individual ways, but in a sim- with similar characteristics and um, that perseverance factor that I think is just so amazing. Right. And, Emmy, you're an entrepreneur yourself. You know, you are a mom and a wife and, I mean, a very accomplished individual and an entrepreneur to, to boot. Um, and not giving up in the vision of being a best-selling author, right? It's just that you've pivoted personally in how right. you've chosen to get to your finish line. And I think um, because of that, there's a level of um, success that you're having that you would never have, ex- have experienced unless you would have oh. taken this path to run next to your, you know, the goal that you're never going to lose sight of and never let free of. But the one thing that you do and what you've just described, I mean, and this is how I describe you. I mean, you're someone who knows how to truly anchor the ship, give nutrients to the thoroughbred. I mean, those people who are running full on fast, you know how to feed them the right things or provide water to that high-performance athlete who's finishing their race. I mean, you know how, you know, through your own talent and your skill set, and that's why you have been such um, a priceless gem for me and my brand because you have friends. I came to Marlo's house, and Marlo is a binder girl. She has binders upon binders upon binders, <laughs> and they are all spread out all over her floor, not in very like symmetrical lines. And she's and she's like, "Look at this! I have it all. It's all right here. Here is my brand on paper." And I am a digital. I am a digital person, so I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's good." I know. 
when she gets really excited, she will open a binder and she'll just start frantically flipping through the pages. Frantically. And she's like, it's all right here. It's all right here. And that's you know that she is truly passionate about a project is that she will shove a binder in your face and just start fanning you with the pages. It's all right here. It's here. I know it is. And I love that that is your style and that, but I think it's so interesting that um, that's how you keep your thoughts organized in such a big way because it matches the, just like the strength and energy of your overall brand. But sometimes I wish people could, could just come and see your binders because they are oh, really yeah. <laughs> You've been a witness to those binders, I mean, from step one, right? And what you've described, I mean, I document success. The reason, and I think what you're just, I mean, the, why I've gotten to the place that I have achieved in business and in life is just being able to document. So the quickest way that I know how to get out of stuck is to document the process and how we're doing it. And that's what each one of those binders shares. I mean, whether or not, like, when we're documenting our systems of our brother, approach the video, the purpose for the video, how we write the content, what we do with the graphics, the entire process, A to Z. And why I do that is because systems equals performance, right? So everything mm -hmm. that you're describing is, like, I walk the talk. Um, I teach the things that have um, proven to work. And, yeah, I think – and it's funny. I love how um, – yeah, I am a binder girl. There's no question. Any of my clients know this. And yes, I'm sure to witness that in action. Um, I'm laughing right along with you because I relate. <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Okay, so as we close out this episode, um, you know, storytelling is a really big key fundamental. And like you said, I mean, storytelling is passionately talking to, you know, at the heart level. You know, um, you know business is, got to be strategy and it's got to be mind, you know, like we got to think through it. But when you add the heart to it, I mean, tell me how and why that's so important for you, Amanda. Like as you bring these brands forward and you describe them, what is it about being at that heart level that matters the most and makes the biggest impact? Um, because re heart matters resonate with other humans. Like we're all trying to get there to this like ultimate goal of being happy and sitting in our purpose and changing the world. That's ultimately what we all want to do. I mean, we want to make a living and we want to, you know, have good things and we want to um, do all these other, other things that are our result ultimately of being happy. And when you connect with others, whether you're selling a product or you are selling a service or um, you are just establishing a name for yourself, all of those things happen when you identify the emotions and the intentions of your ideal clients. And all of that can be done through telling others about your experiences. Absolutely. So when all, all of that story, but the story really truly begins in your About Me section in your bio. And I know a lot of people are really hesitant about ways to create that bio, and sometimes people just say, you know, 44-year-old um, female from Iowa, um, you know, I have two kids, life is good. So, and that's really, if you're building a business, um, 
the bio is the thing that you need to focus on first because it's the thing that people in the digital space are going to look at to see who you are and what you do. And um, it, it's not something that you can just kind of save for the end. It's something that you need to really think about and identify the message that you want others to see. And I'm actually hosting a free Facebook challenge uh, starting July 10th. It's going to be five days. And um, at the end of the five days, you will walk away with an About Me section um, that has the ideal length for internet reading and identifies with your um, with the why of your business. So if you're interested in joining that, um, I can. Yes, tell us how to go. Like, so where do we go yeah. to be part of that Facebook challenge? Um, what I'll do is in the show notes on your website, I will put a link, and then um, you can just click on that link and then join the group from there. And I'll have um, videos, and then we'll be able to workshop each other's um, to workshop each other's bios to kind of get some outsider feedback, uh, and then I'll have a, a worksheet too to kind of work through to help make sure that everybody gets something valuable out of it. So yeah. Excellent. Of course you will because you're my content girl. Like you're the one who gets to take all this good juice and you get to bring it into the digital spectrum. And um, so, yeah, so you will be working on that one too. <laughs> yeah. And I can't wait for you to share it. Okay, so uh, what a delight to be able to bring Amanda um, into the spotlight today and share you on our episode and, you know, the multi-levels of not only, you know, being my right-hand man in the brand and I mean, being on my team for for multiple years and um, never leaving my side, pushing me to the final count, you know, publishing a book with me and like just everything that we're doing and learning and growing from, I am forever grateful for you and that synergy is everything. So if people are building teams, you know, please take the synergy that you're hearing. And, you know, of course, we don't always agree on everything, do we, Amanda? <laughs> no, not always. <laughs> not always, right? But that's the gift. I mean, like, we we see things from different um, angles, and um, we validate each other, and we just honor that process. So, okay, to learn more about Amanda Lund, you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com, where you can connect to her and add her to your circle of influence. And, Amanda, thank you so much for hosting this podcast episode with us today and sharing what you do with other people. Absolutely. Thank you. You bet. And so we invite you to share this podcast with others, and we thank you in advance for that partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. <music>